This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Peter Howard here from the Dynasty Crossroads podcast that I host. I guess that's why I'm doing the promo. People that listen to Dynasty Crossroads show, are just they're just cooler, okay? They just are. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust. Destination Debbie, welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Underscore EBY. Get ready to take flight. We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get some trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. What's up, Elite Seekers? I'm your host, Ben Eby. You can find me at Mr. Underscore EBY. And we are here for episode nine already. Yes, we continue to fly weekly. Every Friday, we're dropping a new episode. And it's a really exciting time of year. The offseason is in full go mode. We're hearing a ton on the Senior Bowl. You guys are getting ready for your, your NFL rookie drafts. And there's a lot of information coming your way. I'm pumped to be a part of this Destination Debbie team. Because Ray and team are just flying out the door with content. You know, I feel like every minute. So we're going to keep rocking with you with the underclassmen here. And this one is going to be a special one. This one is uh, this one is the second of our elite region series. Now we're going to be focusing on the Pacific Northwest. Last episode, it was all about that California love. I had my first guest, Mr. Jordan Richards, who killed it. Looking forward to bringing him back on for some future episodes. But this one, this one today. Uh, you know, we're just going to keep rocking with that, that Pacific Northwest and, and bringing you some prospects out of Idaho, Oregon and Washington and, and see what they got going on there. How this works is we're going to focus on 2023 and 2024 draft eligible classes and determine who we think will be the top quarterback, running back, wide receiver and tight end once they have finished their college career. So we're trying to, you know, predict a little bit in the future and, and see what we can do. So we're going to start you off as always. With the quarterback position, I'm really pumped for this one. So, up. Let's talk about 2024 draft eligible quarterback Sam Heward, who is six foot two, 190 pounds, a five star out of Bellevue, Washington. He signed with the University of Washington, and you probably heard me talk about him before because I am excited for what's to come in the future for Sam Heward. He is a guy that has all of the tools to become a future first round pick. And hopefully that 2024 NFL will play for the University of Washington, as well as in the NFL. When he plays, 
you can see that he's been around the game of football for his entire life as his decision making and mechanics are advanced way beyond his years. Sam has a really good arm that allows him to make all the short, intermediate and deep throws on time and with what looks like minimal effort. He's not known for his legs, but I do like that he will absolutely take what the defense gives him. And he just does a great job escaping the pocket to make plays down the field and just really extend what's going on, put pressure on that defense. Sam's patience and ability to go through all of his reads really stands out and should raise a ceiling with the offensive weapons he'll be surrounded with at the University of Washington. As far as intangible goes, and I'm big on these intangibles, this is what really stood out to me. As his teammates really rally around him and listen to what he has to say, this is a must for a future elite level quarterback. And I believe it will translate from high school to college for him. We'll want to watch uh, for the QB competition at UW this spring and summer because they do currently have four star Dylan Morris, who's coming off of a good freshman season as a starter for the program and didn't really do anything to make you think he's just going to go out there and lose the job. Will Sam be able to unseat him early on or is UW going to elect to redshirt him? See if Morris can continue to progress. Interestingly enough, UW only has two scholarship quarterbacks on the roster as of now, as Jacob Sermon and then Ethan Garbers recently both entered the transfer portal. So that's an interesting situation that will be one to monitor. And you know what? That competition will be big for Sam Heward's future. The next quarterback I really wanted to talk about is Clay Millen. Also 2024 draft eligible, stands at six foot three, 188 pounds. He's a four star out of Snoqualmie, Washington, and he is currently undecided. It looked like he was going to go to the University of Arizona, although a few days before signing day, Coach Sumlin was fired and they're bringing, they brought on a new coaching staff. So Clay ultimately decided it would be best to decommit. We'll see how that one goes. It is late in the game. So what's that look like for opportunity? Does he end up back at Arizona? We don't know. Clay's the brother of former Oregon Kale Millen, who also just recently entered the transfer portal after the season. Their dad is Hugh Millen, who played quarterback for the University of Washington in the 80s and then was drafted into the NFL, playing 10 years there as a backup quarterback. Outside of Arizona, Clay previously had interest from Colorado, Florida Atlantic, Indiana, and Oregon, but a lot has changed between you know, in the last month and a half since signing day. So with so many guys already signing, it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up this late. Will he even have a chance to develop into a starter? You hope so. You know, he has those bloodlines. He's definitely a competitor when you watch him. But again, opportunity matters big time when we're talking about college football, especially at the division one level. On the field, Clay has a very strong arm and a gunslinger mentality. This will be something that makes him sort of a high risk, high reward prospect. But that is something we look for in Elite Seekers. I am hoping he does land somewhere where he'll have an opportunity. And, you know, he's going to have to have wide receivers around him who have that go get it mentality because he will take some of these chances. I'm not saying he's the type of gunslinger that just makes poor decisions. You know, he. He definitely shows that he has a great understanding of the game. He understands defenses. So it seems more like calculated risks. And his athleticism really allows him to keep plays alive and kind of make things happen when a play breaks down. So you may mix in that risk taking and it is a good thing. You see some high level quarterbacks and typically guys in the top tier, 
you know, your Mahomes, your Josh Allen's like they're going to take some risks at times. They trust their abilities. And that's what you want in a future elite quarterback. So we're hoping he gets a shot there. And, and you know, it, it will matter, though. Is, is he going to have enough playmakers around him? Looking forward to seeing where he lands and wouldn't be surprised if it was still Arizona, even though it's a new coaching staff, just due to opportunity itself. But my guy, the quarterback that I believe will be the top dog for the Pacific Northwest, we're talking Oregon, Washington, Idaho, is easily Sam Heward. It's not even close. The five star is an absolute star. He's a stud. He's everything you want in a future elite quarterback. And I think he'll be a first rounder down the road. Let's jump right into our running backs out of the Pacific Northwest. We are going to finally get out of the state of Washington. And I love talking running backs, man. When it just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and 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 over again. They're just not going to want that. Think there's a deeper metaphor there? Run through a motherfucker face. That is exactly what Demir Collins is all about. 2024 draft eligible, five foot nine, 185 pound, four star out of Portland, Oregon. And he is signed with Oregon State University. Now, Demir's size is small, but this man, it, he just was an absolute beast his last year of high school. Carried the ball 218 times for 2,453 yards. 27 touchdowns while adding another eight receptions for 158 yards and two touchdowns. He was the definition of a workhorse for Jefferson High School in the Portland area. He had over 10 games with 200 yards on the ground. That's just crazy in the same season. Demir reminds me a lot of Miles Gaskin, who we have saw have an incredible career at the University of Washington and just recently broke out this year for the Miami Dolphins. Size-wise, they're very similar. A lot of the same movements, both have great receiving ability. Uh, it will be interesting to see how much weight he's able to pack onto that smaller frame or if he'll be just best suited as an all-purpose weapon that moves out of the backfield, lines up in the slot, and also can return kicks. His production in high school, I already mentioned, it does have me leaning towards him being a featured eventually at Oregon State as they have no problems featuring a smaller running back as they have in the past, guys like Jaquiz Rogers kind of come come to mind. Um, he just shows a ton of bursts and, and unexpected strength when running between the tackles. But he also has that ability receiving that he showed early on in his high school career and really allowed him just to get the ball however he needed to to make plays for his team. Once Demir gets in the open field, he's super tough to bring down and very elusive before turning on the burners or break off big plays consistently. He will be one to watch. Again, the size at that running back position, I do like to see a little bit bigger. But when you watch the film and you see what he does there and you look at his production through high school, you can't deny that, man. You got to keep it simple. This guy can ball. Oregon State's going to give him the opportunity. And it should be fun to watch. The running back that we're going to compare to Demir Collins is 2023 draft eligible Sam Adams, the second six foot one, 194 pounds, four star out of Sammamish, Washington. And he is at the University of Washington already. 
He registered this season for UW and have already heard rumors that he bulked up well over 200 pounds. I've heard as high as 220, although that's probably that's probably too high. So we'll, we'll wait to see some confirmed weight there. In high school, he played safety, cornerback, running back, and wide receiver. Helped lead his team to back-to-back Washington State 3A championships and was named All-State on both offense and defense. The name might sound familiar because his dad is former NFL Pro Bowl defensive tackle Sam Adams, who played collegiately for Texas A&M, played for the Seahawks, among other teams, just had a heck of a career. Sam is an elite receiver out of the backfield that can also line up in the slot and outside when needed, as he did as potentially, you know, as a wide receiver at certain times in high school. He has shown strong vision and contact balance when running between the tackles and typically trusts his blocks before using his burst to make a big play. His awareness allows him to continually weave among traffic before making contact. And he's really, really tough to bring down due to his size and strength. You steamrolled a high school kid uh, in that high school football. Ran his ass over. Ran. <laughs> I mean, you. Yep. And over. Yep. And over. Yep. Uh, I'll do it every time. It's going to be interesting to see how much he gets on the field this year after his redshirt season. Is he going to get a chance to steamroll more people? He will see competition from touch leader Sean McGrew as he just announced he'll be coming back along with other talented running backs that are currently enrolled at the University of Washington and that we got to see this year. Sam projects to be a potential workhorse at the next level due to his size and skill set but he will need to earn those touches first at UW before anything else happens. But I'm telling you, this guy is going to be a monster. And Sam Adams, the second, you are my pick to be the top running back when it's said and done out of the Pacific Northwest. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Listen, folks, the Super Bowl is coming up, and sure, we'll all be watching the game, but the best way to celebrate the biggest day in football is to BET bet on the game. And we want to let you know about a great resource for sports bettors, the Action Network. The Action Network is where sports fans go bet smarter and experience real financial gains. In fact, the Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting, and with an Action Network PRO subscription, you can unlock the very best of the app. When you sign up for an Action Network PRO subscription, you can access the PRO report, which includes expert projections for every game across all the professional leagues. You can see money and bet percentages on every game. You can see the teams professional gamblers are betting on. You can take advantage of PRO systems, which match winning historical bet trends with the latest games and lines. You can track every bet you make and get alerts in real time. So if you're looking to bet smarter, the Action Network PRO subscription is the best way to get started. And for a limited time, our listeners can receive 
receive 50% off an annual PRO subscription. Just go to actionnetwork.com now and receive 50% off an annual sub when you use the code DEVY, D-E-V-Y. This offer won't last long, so go to actionnetwork.com and sign up for a PRO subscription and use the promo code DEBBIE to receive 50% off and start betting smarter today. Wide receivers, let's talk about them. 2023 draft eligible G. Scott Jr., 6'3", 210 pounds, four-star out of Sammamish, Washington. He just finished up his freshman season at The Ohio State. G. Scott Jr. is one of my favorite wide receivers out of the 2023 draft eligible class due to his sheer size and just overall advanced technical skills. When you watch him play, he looks like a you know potential pro already. G's father worked closely with the Seahawks organization for many years, which really allowed his sons to build some pretty cool relationships along the way as it worked hard to realize their dream of playing football at the next level. Over the years, G. Scott Jr. has worked with guys like Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and more notably and more recently, Richard Sherman, among others, while honing his craft and feeding his hunger to be great. I fully expected to see G. Scott Jr. on the field early this year for the Buckeyes, who eventually made it to that national championship game. But with the loaded wide receiver room, the team just had different plans. It was mainly the Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and fellow true freshmen Julian Fleming and and Jackson and Jigba, who saw the field over Scott Jr. With Olave returning for a senior season, it was definitely disappointing to hear. I thought, hey, this is going to be a big target share that's vacated. It's not going to be the case. So I'll be curious to see how G is able to earn some snaps going forward, especially with another highly rated recruiting class coming in. G is going to have to rely on his toughness, his high IQ, his great hands to even see the field while trying to do all the small things. He's a stud blocker, so that's going to help him big time. He's going to have to continue to you know, build on the year he had on special teams, which I thought he did a good job there. Uh, transferring is always an option these days. I just don't see that from this young man. And I believe he'll be better from the competition when it's all said and done. We just have to be patient. This is the one I was excited to talk about on the Pacific Northwest Elite Region Series. This is the guy that I am pumped to mention and break down a little bit. You know why I'm here. Let's talk 2024 draft eligible in Mecca Egbuka, six foot one, 190 pounds, five star out of Stillicum, Washington. And he's going to the Ohio State, of course. They seem to be pillaging everywhere and Washington State is one of their destinations. I already mentioned G. Scott Jr. and how much the Wide receiver room is just loaded at Ohio State, but the rich keep getting richer as the number one wide receiver in the country, Emeka Egbuka, will soon be arriving on campus from the state of Washington. Emeka is an absolute star and will be putting a lot of pressure on the wide receivers in front of him at the Ohio State. In high school, Emeka played wide receiver and safety and absolutely destroyed his competition nightly. From his freshman to junior seasons, he amassed 3,900 yards and 61 touchdowns through the air with 1,600 of those yards 
and 25 of those touchdowns coming in his junior season. There's no senior season numbers due to COVID, which just makes those numbers even crazier. On the defensive side of the ball, he had 17 interceptions, including four of those for pick sixes. This guy was all over the field. And although you didn't play at the highest classification in Washington, you could see his elite physical skills in action every single game. Igbuka is known for his incredible body control that allows him to make spectacular sports center level top 10 catches with ease and with regularity. He's a very natural stride. And so you might think he's not crazy fast, but he's just blowing by everybody with minimal movements. He's already been clocked at a 4-4-2 40-yard dash, 419 shuttle, and a 35-inch vertical back in early 2019. Due to his fluidity and ideal size, he easily separates on routes and is just a yak monster, even while being double and triple team for most of his junior season, just because those guys had no chance to match up with him. He's just too much of a stud, but it just didn't matter. He amassed those crazy numbers being double and triple teamed almost every single play. His hands paired with his jumping ability and that my ball mentality allows him to catch almost anything thrown in his area. Quarterbacks are going to love that. Emeka is special and definitely a future day one NFL pick and likely as soon as 2024. This guy is going to be a star for the Ohio State. I love G. Scott Jr., but Egbuka is even a whole nother level. Just to see those two starting one day together potentially would be crazy. But there's a lot of competition. You got Fleming, you got Jackson and Jigba. So there's going to be a lot going on there. You still got Wilson and then Olave coming back, as I already mentioned earlier. Ohio State, it's just unbelievable the amount of wide receivers they're bringing in and the caliber of wide receivers they're bringing in. Stay tuned for Emeka Egbuka. We're going to jump right into tight ends here, and I am going to tell you about the only tight end I thought was worth talking about out of the Pacific Northwest, and that included Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. That's 2024 draft eligible DJ Rogers, six foot three, 230 pounds, four stars out of Sammamish, Washington. He's another stud out of Eastside Catholic High School in Washington and was teammates with G. Scott Jr. and Sam Adams II. Originally, DJ Rogers was in the 2023 draft eligible class and had already signed with Cal, but did not end up attending school there this year. And he has to be released from his letter, which they granted. DJ just recently re-signed and is now going to TCU, where he has a chance to be featured as an ultra athletic receiving weapon at the tight end position. Out of high school, Rogers was heavily recruited by Alabama and specifically offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian who just took over the head coaching duties for Texas. Rogers started as a wide receiver at Eastside Catholic, but as he continued to grow, he transitioned to the tight end position, which I think is going to be great for his long-term outlook. He shows a great ability to separate and get open via wide receiver like route running, and he has tremendous hands and does a good job boxing out opponents on jump ball passes. He was also a basketball player, which always helps in, in that sense. Should serve him well in the end zone. He's definitely going to be a big safety valve for his future QBs. And having played wide receiver so much early on, his blocking is certainly in question, but not something I'm really looking for when trying to peg an elite tight end of the future. I could care less about that. I would much rather see him lining up in the slot and outside to exploit the passing game mismatches. 
So although there was only one tight end worth talking about, it's it's you know kind of a unique story of how he he ended up sitting out a year, decommitting and everything. But I think DJ Rogers is worth monitoring because he is ultra athletic. He's a big guy, got great hands and route running skills. So it could translate well in the long term at, at the NFL level. So we'll see how it goes. Pay attention to TCU with DJ Rogers. Now that we wrapped up our prospect look for the Pacific Northwest and Elite Region Series episode number two, you know we got to finish it with our quote of the show. And I'm going to keep it Pacific Northwest. I'm going to keep it with California since we did them last week. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Marshawn Lynch here. So what do you got, Marshawn? Man, I know I'm going to get got. But I'm going to get mine more than I get got, though. And I love that quote so much. It just really speaks to, you know, not being afraid to put yourself out there and not caring what people think, not being afraid to fail. Who cares? You're going to keep moving forward. And that's what it's all about. We're still in this early first month of 2021. And last year we talked about it, it was crazy. I need you guys to keep moving forward. Don't be afraid. Push forward. Fail, fail, fail and learn. That's all it is. I appreciate you guys, and we'll be back here next week for episode 10. That's 10 episodes that will be in the books already. It's crazy. We're going to keep it going with this Elite Region series. I love it. I hope you guys do too. As always, reach out at Mr. Underscore EB if you got any questions, and I'll definitely do my best to respond to everybody. You can also check us out at patreon.com slash allgas. We got rankings. We got breakdowns. We got everything. Ray is putting on a show in there. Jordan's putting on a show in there. Everybody's putting on a show. It's fun, and we're going to get you ready. That's all I got. Catch you guys next week.